Ladies and gentlemen, my dad picks the fruit that goes to cotties that makes the cordial, for this is a Fred the Alien production podcast that I like best. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) Cue music! Cue music! I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Hello! 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fulia Kantaramaju. And I'm a Michael Lister. And you are currently experiencing a podcast called Friends. Yeah, you are. What an experience. (laughs) What an experience. Welcome to the experience during this (laughs) experience we call life. Yes. (laughs) Yep. My gosh. Um, Guys, it's been been another week Mm. in in COVID-19 living, although things here in Victoria, uh, where we are, has uh, have slowly started to get better because we're allowed to see people ag- again mm. in, in our homes and uh, which makes this all the more happier for me to say that Fulia and I are actually in the same room right now. Yay! Oh, you're sharing a Fred shed. <laughs> oh no! Yay! Up in We've sunny Wollongong. Yes, I, I love love me some Wollongong yes. accent. I tell you <laughs> what. I tell you what. Um, no, it's so nice. Uh, we haven't seen each other since March. So nope. Yeah, pretty much. It's been about two months. Two months. Mm-hmm. Since we've seen each other. So <laughs> this is nice. And then, you know, and then soon you guys will, will be, you know, one day we'll all be back together in the same room. It'll, yeah. it'll, some point. it'll feel surreal, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it feels surreal being here right now. Yeah. Yes, it kind of feels like nothing has changed. Yeah, that's you know? nice. Like when you go on a holiday and you come back to your real life and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But it's but it's really good. So, mm. um, yeah, so that's kind of things are improving for us here, which is which yes. is really nice. Um, Fulia, yes. tell me a highlight of your week. A highlight of my week. Well, there wasn't really much to go off since I've been home all week doing absolutely nada. Um, I will say that um, I've been streaming a couple of times this week and editing a lot of other um, YouTube uh, content. Um, Playing a lot of Animal Crossing, so that's been a lot of fun. I've been watching other YouTubers play Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's been another Animal Crossing field week for you. Pretty much, nice. yes. Trying to get some more ideas on how to improve my island, make sure it, you know, it looks all pretty for other people to come and visit. Um, but at this point in time, I've still got a lot of work to do on my island. Um, but it is slowly progressing in the right direction, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> nice. Yes. Wayne, how has your week been? My week has been just like every other week, but it's today marks <laughs> day 50 of self-isolation. Oh, I've hit the big 5-0. I'm 12 days ahead of you. <laughs> I've hit the big 5-0, people. And oh my god, congratulations. Thank you. I think thank you. It's been a productive Yeah, productive month. Um so yeah. catching up on TV, on movies, 
uh, reading a a book that I was putting you know, down and leaving for a few weeks. I'm like, no, just finish it and read it because it's a classic and you have to read the classics, you illiterate bastard. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that, that's been me. It's kind of, I, I'm in a routine now, but it, it's an okay routine actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm content at the moment. Uh, not so crazy yet. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. good. Mikey, how about yourself, mate? Well, me, uh, yeah, same old, same old. I'm still going to work, so work is still there. Uh, <laughs> uh, still in the middle of going to work and not going to work, which is good. Uh, yeah, um, probably the most interesting thing that's happened in my week is I've started watching The American Office. Ooh. Yes. And uh, I decided to challenge myself and did a little videos on our Fred. Yeah, yeah I've seen the first episode. I didn't want it to ruin it for myself because at some point I'll be watching it too. So <laughs> I'm very, yes. va- I'm very vague in my um, uh, reviews. Yeah, you were very vague on episode one. I watched, I watched that as well, and um, but it's, I'm really excited. I haven't had a chance to watch episode two and three since you put them up, but. Freaking Diversity Day is like episode two, right? Is like one of the top rated episodes of the whole show. Wow! Uh, and also, and also one of the most controversial. True. Yes. <laughs> so I'm yeah. So I'm 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 really excited to to what to watch your thoughts on that, Mike. So I need to make sure I do that by the time we come back next week and. <laughs> But it's really really cool that you you're doing this this video series. It's really awesome. Yeah, and it's also good for me to get back into like talking to camera and all that uh yes and doing my string of consciousness uh on a on a on a phone i'm just chatting to a phone uh and i and i <laughs> yeah welcome to my life yeah I've, I've been doing everything on a phone including thumbnails and uploading and yeah it's been a bit fun uh yeah, good on you mate yeah <laughs> nice. so three three episodes down um halfway through the first season uh, there's there's yes. only six episodes in the first season, which is quite bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, especially for an American show. Yeah, but then they, I think, I think season two is when they start to go for the full like twenty plus. Yeah, I think so. Something. Yeah, there's a lot more. Yeah, there, yeah there's a lot more in the second second uh, series and i'm thinking i'll probably do uh, a video a day basically i'll just bank them up and then shoot them off nice. <laughs> hey nice yeah so i can get it over and done with i actually am enjoying it i mean mind you it is only three episodes in and i really enjoyed the third episode and and yeah it's it's a it's an ongoing process and it's 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 a bit of fun. Yeah, nice, nice. It's really awesome, really awesome. So that's what I've been basically doing with my week is uh, work, TV, bit of Minecraft, and writing, and that's it. Awesome, great. Um, well, as for me, I, I guess I, just my highlight of the week is the fact that um, not only can I see Fulia, but I got to uh, go visit my parents with my brother for the first time since Christmas uh, because of ske- 
Yes, golf clap, golf clap. Um, <laughs> scheduling, scheduling issues in the first couple of months of this year, and then with, uh, uh, yeah, with COVID affecting everybody, um, not being able to visit people. And my parents are in their sixties, so you kind of even before they banned like travel to like unnecessary places, um, I you know I was thinking about going to see them, but then I was like, mm, nah, I'm I'm still working, and they're they're you know in that age range of uh, yeah, yeah un- unsafeness mm. so it wasn't yeah not, not worth the risk but no they're um they're doing good it was so nice to see them mum cooked up a lovely a lovely uh a slow cooked uh, roast lamb for lunch with veggies and yummy self-sourcing chocolate pudding. sounds so freaking delicious so <laughs> it was so nice to have it's always nice to go home and have mum's cooking and uh or just any home cooked meal because i don't do it i don't cook very I'm, the microwave is my best friend. <laughs> um, that's how that's how I microwave do. and um, the toaster. But yeah, yeah, mm. yes, toaster. Oh my god, love uh, and the kettle. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was wonderful. Just to you know sit outside with them. It was a lovely sunny day in uh, in Bendigo today, and uh, and uh, yeah, and we had the fire going, and yeah, it was just it was just awesome. And then you know road tripping with my bro in the car, we listening to tunes and talking about random stuff so yeah no it's no it's, that was definitely the highlight of my week it's is very good and now that we can start seeing people again i'm sure you know those who choose to to venture out obviously because you don't have to if you don't want to if you want to stay at home you still can um yeah i imagine there'll be more more and more people posting of uh you know seeing people and catching up again and things are going to start going back to normal especially now that they just announced that yeah from the first of june there's going to be uh, restaurants and cafes and, and pubs are opening up again. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. So that's, yeah, 20 yeah, people. Go support I think. your local. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to be super exciting. I'm going to have Mamma Mia pizza. Again. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Those outside of this group will not understand that reference. Kendall's pizza of choice whenever we catch up is what it is. <laughs> and the funny thing Speaking is of pizza. no the funny thing is is that um and i myself will tend to always sway between one or two dishes uh but kendall and i still browse through the entire menu before ordering the same thing <laughs> <laughs> and i'm the only one that tries everything else every time we go yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hopeless, I'm hopeless. Um, maybe today's the day the men- menu will have changed and there'll be something on there i'll be like oh i'm gonna try that <laughs> Speaking of pizza, what were you, yes. what would you like to say? I was just going to say, speaking of pizza, two days ago, mum made homemade pizza with homemade base. Nice. Oh, oh it was so good. Delicious. And yeah, we still got leftovers. There's, there's a highlight of yours. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, that was my favorite meal of the week, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> haven't had pizza in a while. <laughs> oh, I could learn that pizza. Yeah. Did you Instagram it? No, I didn't. Oh. I forgot, unfortunately. So how do we know too that tight. it Pixar didn't happen? So, yeah, too so tasty. how do we know it didn't happen? I, I got too I got too greedy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Well, that is us all caught up. Yes. In our weeks that have just been. So now it's time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. 
nerdy news time and we have to start off again with some upsetting news because we lost two comedic legends this week um oh my goodness very 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 sad starting with the legendary jerry stiller um who was just a, a comedic icon for more than 40, 50 plus years, um, him and his late wife Anne Mira were a comedic duo, and of course they are the parents of Ben Stiller, uh, another legend in the comedy and film industry, that is for sure. Um, most people in our generation will know Jerry Stiller though for playing uh, Frank Costanza on Seinfeld, and uh, he was in Zoolander, he was in most of Ben's films, uh, especially the ones he directed. I think he was also in um, King of Queens. He was in King of Queens as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was heavily involved in that. Um, yes. Just a really, really funny man. And he's definitely going to be missed. He passed away at the age of 92. What an innings. That's just Huge bucket of wind. Um, huge bucket of wind, as they say. Absolutely huge cauldron of wind. Uh, and then we had to just... Today we found out that Fred Willard... Uh, passed away at the age of 86. Uh, and we only just saw Fred in the trailer for Space Force. Yeah. Last week we talked about that. Yeah. Um, so that's going to, I think, going to be his final work. So that's coming out on Netflix soon. And um, just, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing him do his funny stuff in that. But um, just another another icon of the acting and comedic world. And uh, most people will know Fred uh, I think for Anchorman, he, where he played Ed Harkin, um, he was the head of the the network in San Diego. He was Ron Burgundy's boss, and he had quite a lot of funny <laughs> scenes in both of those films. I think um, just I just love the way he played that like no bullshit attitude, um, just just straight to the point, and he had a bit of a temper, and it was very funny. So definitely gonna miss seeing him on our screens. Gonna miss both of these guys. So thank you. To both Jerry and Fred for your hilarious and phenomenal work over your many glorious years. You will definitely be missed. Um, moving into other news now. Yes, applause. Applause for Very all. Very appropriate applause. applause. Applause for all. We all deserve. They especially. Applause. Yes. Okay. Moving into other news now. Uh, starting with some Marvel news. It's finally happening. I mean, I want to say that's true, but who knows anymore? Um, the New Mutants, the just poor, long-in post-production Marvel film, uh, was a Fox Marvel film, I guess is the last Fox, technically, Marvel film that will be released, is finally releasing on the 28th of August this year. Uh, it, yeah, if it wasn't for coronavirus, it would have already come out, um, but, you know, these things have happened. Uh, and yeah, so it's now finally got a release date, so we'll finally get to see it, and I just hope it's really good. I, I imagine we'll get another trailer, just to remind us again, this is a film that's happening. So I'm, I'm still looking forward to it. I uh, hope it's good. Fingers crossed. Okay, crossing the pond to DC News now, and CW has picked up the rights to Swamp Thing, um, uh, but they haven't said either way if they're going to be bringing back the show or rebooting the show, so it was cancelled after barely, I don't even think it finished its first season, and it was cancelled, um, which was such a shame, it was on the, I think it was on the DC Universe app, um, and then, yeah, but now, so D, uh, CW is going to, they're going to air it on their network in the States, um, and 
yeah, I guess we'll see from there what they decide to do with it going forward. So, but that's that's exciting, nevertheless. Uh, Star Wars news. We've got some more Mandalorian casting news for season two. They just keep bringing these little announcements out, trying to tease us and keep us looking forward to this when it finally airs later this year. First up, we have Katie Sackhoff, who is going to be playing the live-action version of Bo-Katan Kreese uh, in Season 2. She's actually the actress who voiced the same character, Bo-Katan, in the Clone Wars animated series, um, has been voicing that character for a number of seasons now across that show, and so it's really cool that they're actually letting her play the live-action version in Mandalorian, so that's going to be really cool to see. And Timothy Oliphant, incredibly, oh, just incredibly talented, fantastic and gorgeous man, is going to be also in season two of The Mandalorian, but they have not said who he's going to be playing yet. So that's a nice little tease, a nice little tidbit for us to look forward to. That's going to be great. Um, crossing the, the space pond, if you will, and we'll go from Star Wars <laughs> to Star Trek now. Other side of the galaxy. Star Trek news. Yes, from one galaxy to another. Um, there is going to be a Star Trek Discovery spin-off. That's called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Um, it's going to be airing on CBS All Access, which is their streaming network in the US, which most likely means it'll be on Netflix here in Australia, because that's where you can find Discovery here, down under. Um, this series is going to be kind of a return to... Star Trek's roots, if you will, the more episodic kind of classic storytelling that Star Trek is known for, um, and will follow Pike and um, Spock um, as they journey through space, uh, and it's going to be very, very interesting, and the uh, actors from the Discovery series are going to be re reprising their roles, so it's going to be a full proper spin-off, very, very awesome, uh, Trekkies should be very happy with that news. Uh, more television news. This is this is exciting, but also kind of just makes me sad because I it's just disappointing with COVID nineteen just you know interrupting our entertainment worlds. But uh, we have an announcement from the CW that the all of their shows were are going to be returning in January of twenty twenty one for their new seasons, uh, with the exception of one, Supernatural, which is still set to end in 2020 it's just going to be uh ending you know a lot later than they initially intended uh i think they only have two episodes left to film was my understanding from what i read yeah they've filmed everything else but they just have a couple more to do and then they will be airing that and then at the same time um jared padalecki's walker uh reimagining will be also airing uh so that's Really exciting stuff to look forward to, but um, yeah, and a bunch of the CW Arrowverse shows, the ones that I love so much and so many of us do, uh, a bunch of them are finishing up their current seasons now without the full run of 22 or 23 episodes. They're having to wrap up their storylines and it's, yeah, I haven't, I haven't caught up to date yet and I'm just, part of me doesn't want to just because it's not going to be what it should have been and it's just very disappointing, but anyway. We will press on. We will press on and straight into the next bit of news, which is that fantastic director Luca Guadagnino, if I said that right, uh, is going to be directing the Scarface remake slash reboot. Um, <laughs> Wayne has some thoughts on this, which we'll get to at the end of the news. Um, it's going to be based on a script, though, by, written by the Coen brothers, if that helps, Wayne. 
Um, so hopefully, he. I think he did a very good job of the Suspiria remake. I really liked that. Um, so, but this is a whole different kettle of fish. It is Scarface. It is one of the most incredible films. I know I haven't seen it. I know what it means to people. I know what it means to Wayne because of <laughs> one Miss Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, yes. So, but I, I, yeah, I've got. I'm not getting my hopes up, but I've I've got good faith in in Luca to pull this off. Uh, moving into some more TV news now. Uh, there is going to be a Percy Jackson TV series happening on Disney+. Plus. This has got a lot of fans of that franchise very, very excited because just scrolling through my Tumblr feed this week, the Percy Jackson fans came out of the woodwork. People I follow didn't even realise were into, the, into that series, were just posting non-stop about it, and apparently people aren't happy with how the films turned out, mm. I've discovered. So even the actors admitted that they didn't like the two films that were made based on the book series. Uh, but that's all right because the author of the series, I think his name is Rick, Rick Riordan. I don't, I probably said, or Riordan, I'm saying it wrong. I'm so sorry. Um, he's going to be producing the show or at least heavily involved in some way of bringing it to the small screen on Disney+. Plus. Um, and yeah, probably going to be able to go into more of the books and more in depth. And yeah, that's very exciting stuff. Very And perfect for Disney+. Plus. That's going to be really, really cool. Um, this is super exciting. We're going to wrap up the news with two pieces of horror television that is just like two of my favorite things ever. Uh, Ryan Murphy has announced that there is going to be an American Horror Story spin-off. Um, however, unoriginally titled American Horror Stories, which I feel is just going to confuse everyone. Um, it's going to be a series that will be one hour contained narrative so like each episode of the one season will be a completely different story uh so it's stories within a story if that makes sense um and it looks like a lot of his main cast that he's used over the years is going to be returning so jessica lang kathy bates sarah paulson evan peters um angela bassett yeah a lot of them are on board for coming back and just delving a bit deeper into the twisted workings of Mr. Ryan Murphy's mind, and I cannot wait. That's going to be really cool. Uh, and lastly, this is just... Finally, we're getting closer. We're getting so close. Uh, Anne Rice fans get excited because AMC is going to be producing the Vampire Chronicles and the Lives of the Mayfair Witches for television. Um, this is... We're, we're, we're getting so close to this happening. We knew that they were already making them uh, somewhere, but it's now found a home on AMC, which is a very great channel, reputable. Uh, Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead are just two of the biggest TV series that have come out of AMC, so uh, I'm very happy about this news. So no word as to any other developments on that, but I will definitely be letting everybody know when they happen. Um, and that is the nerdy news for this week. Uh, Wayne, dear, would you like to start? Because I would really love to know your thoughts on <laughs> on, on Scarface. Go. Look, I'm, I'm probably um, being quite mean about a film that is so early in, in production. I'm sensing that it's going to be an in-name-only remake, pretty much like how the 1983 movie was a, essentially an in-name-only remake. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, look, it might just follow the same template about an immigrant or a refugee who starts from the bottom and um, ends up king of the drug trade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, which is a very slow rise to the top and then a spectacular and very famous um, fall (laughs) from that top, uh, which is ingrained in pop culture um, discourse now, really. But... Yeah, look, I'm 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 not really shitting on it. I, it's just one of those where you just go, oh, yeah, unnecessary. It's but yeah, I, I'm not excited by it. Um, but that doesn't mean that it won't be a good movie, mind you. Um, yes, I'm probably more indifferent to it more than anything else. Um, and yes, I'm curious who they will cast as the leading lady. Tough act to follow. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Very tough act to follow. Yes. Very tough. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The uh, probably news that did excite me was uh, Timothy Oliphant's casting in The Mandalorian um, because I love, 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 love Timothy Oliphant. Um, oh, God, he's so good. Yes. And, and you're not wrong. He's sex on a stick. He's just absolutely stunning um, and talented. Mm-hmm. He's to talk about the complete package. Um, so, no, that's really good to say. Um And obviously sad to hear about Jerry Stiller, but it was an amazing innings and a wonderful legacy he's left behind. It's all that anyone could really ask for. Um, And Fred Willard's always been one of my favourite character actors. Um, So he was, you know, one of those people who whenever you'd see his name in the opening credits or if if it was a smaller role and he would pop up, you'd just feel happy for seeing him because you just it was a familiar face um who always delivered good work and in his extraordinarily lengthy and prolific career that's exactly what he always um gave us whether they were in major films and major hits or more um more subtle or unknown movies uh yeah fred willard was always just a wonderful screen presence so yeah they're probably the the four main ones that that I, that that stood out to me this week yeah uh, Fulio, anything you want to go into? Uh, yeah, it's just really sad to hear about Jerry Stiller. Um, when I when I saw the name and then the picture and then realized that it was Ben Stiller's father, I'm like, wait, what? Because <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, you didn't know. I had no clue. Uh, <laughs> but he's definitely a very very funny man. Um, I you know the Jerry's. No, sorry, George Costanza's father is... <laughs> he was so hilarious. I, I, Yeah, no, I'm very sad for uh, his loss. But um, 92, like... Oh, yeah, it's amazing. What what a, what an amazing life he would have had as, a, yeah, as an actor. So um, condolences to his family. Um, and I think probably one other thing that sticks out to me is um, the fact that Supernatural is ending at 2020, which I'm very sad about. But I'm taking it as the season that never should have happened and I'm going to be happy about it. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. The season that never should have happened? Well, technically it should have ended by now, but because of what's happened, it's now one extra season, but but it's going to be a very short season. On the plus side, though, it's like... These are the episodes we would have you like would have gotten anyway. Had, yeah, had yeah, no, exactly, exactly. It's not something exact. It's gonna. It's not like it's gonna be something just, extremely new. It's just yeah. the fact that they've had to cut it 
in half. Yeah. They've had to cut the season in half and then extend it to another season. But I know that there's not very many episodes left for the season to finish. No, no. Um, which means that Supernatural will end before the Christmas break. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm going to be very sad about, but we're not going to have a choice. So. <laughs> no. No, but, you know, that's, you know. Yeah, but I am things must come I am very happy for Jared Padalecki with his new role in Walker. I'm not sure whether I'll watch it, but... Um, <laughs> I can always watch the pilot and see. Just yeah, maybe. Fun. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but I will say, and I'm putting it out there, Jensen Ackles for CW's Batman. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yes, a thousand times yes. And this is some that's that's some fan casting that's been going around. Yes. Since I think the Arrowverse kind of kicked off. And since his his Dean quote of I'm Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's but he and he's going to be free and like Exactly. Now that they've introduced Batwoman and you know before Arrow finished they mentioned Bruce Wayne and and and, and uh, Gotham and you know, yeah, it's man. That would be. Oh, I want. I really want that. But it also it also depends on whether he'll say yes to the role because now that he's got all this free time, he might want to spend that more with his family, um, especially because he's got very young children at the moment. Yeah, um, so they are. They're very cute, and the fact that he's got his own little business going, he's he brews his own beer. Which is pretty awesome. That's like he's got cool. his own little mini brewery going, yes. and it's called the Family Business Co. Oh, of yes. course. <laughs> nice, I love that. So um, I I I say I'd say that he's probably going to take a bit of a break from acting, yeah. spend more time with his family. Not that he's not getting it now, because he's getting all, he's got all the time in the world right now. No. No. <laughs> but you know, once everything starts up again and you know productions start kicking off, um, I'd say that Jensen's probably going to take a break and yeah. just you know take it easy for a little bit before well, he, he starts into something else. He's it. Oh, definitely, hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Um, Mikey, hey. is there anything you wanted to touch on before we wrapped up the news for this week? Yeah, just just quickly. Um, very sad about about Jerry Stiller and Fred Willard. Uh, yeah, uh, Jerry, of co- course, uh, being being the father of uh, George Costanza and being uh, of uh, Jason Alexander, and also the dad in um, King of Queens as well. Yes, yeah. yes. He, he he does play good dads. <laughs> uh, yes, he does. He definitely, is. and uh, he's probably one of the reasons uh, why I sort of, if I see an episode of King and Queens, I watch it. Watch it for that, not for Kevin James. It's probably the only sitcom that I watch, not for the main person, but. <laughs> uh, you don't like Kevin James? Uh, he's he's all right, but I I stay for Jerry, and uh, Pat and mm, Patton Oswalt as well. Um. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Love Patton. Yeah, uh, Fred Willard. Um, I was having a look at his IMDb, and he does, and, and he's done a, a shit ton of TV. Um, oh, he's done so much TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, ha- and I was having a look and see how far it goes, and and he was in an episode of Get Smart, and I thought, wow. <laughs> oh wow. He's been he's been there in a while, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be sad. Um, a little bit sad see- seeing Space Force and seeing. Him is like no, it's it's his last role. So hopefully it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pro- it's sad. Mm. Yeah. So so I'll, I'll pour out a um uh, a drink for him, and uh, and Jerry as well. 
New Mutants, well, a new release date, we will see. Uh, <laughs> watch this space. And yeah. I think I'll touch a little bit on uh, Star Trek as well. Uh, it's very interesting that the original, original Star Trek TV show, um, the pilot actually had Spock and Pike uh, together. Uh, they didn't have Captain Kirk or Will Shatner playing yeah, Captain right. Kirk. Yeah. So it's sort of harken back, harkening back to the pilot of Star Trek because that was the original uh, thing of having Spock and Captain Pike. And Spock was played by Leonard Nimoy as well, so he, he's been around since the pilot and no longer with us as well. So that's, that's my little um, tidbit for Star Trek. I'm not an avid Star Trek watcher but i know i know much um, i know a little bit to get me by yeah and yeah yeah and that's that's basically it really that i can yeah. i can throw in nice very awesome. good yeah. thank you all right nice all right let's uh let's wrap up the nerdy news then and we get to roll on up to the trailer park yeah Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's trailer park time. Well, it's trailer park time. <laughs> okay, and un- unfortunately, we we only have two trailers this week. Mm. To talk about um, the first, <clears throat> which one do we want to do? We want to top top to bottom, or, or do we want to do bottom top, guys? What do you think? Top to bottom, always. No, right. <laughs> I don't know why. I, uh, I, I, I I like stirring the pot. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Challenging the status quo. You rebel, um, you Kendall Richardson. I know. <laughs> Shall, I know. Shall we do five this really week? Rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay, so our first trailer for this week is Unhinged. Um, I, I, I'm excited for this movie. I feel like it's going to be, I feel like it, it could go either way, but I feel like it, it's going to be enjoyable. Mm. It looks enjoyable to me. Um, I don't know why Russell Crowe's doing this movie, though. Because I mean, yay for him doing something he's not really done before. Like I don't think he's ever really been in a a, a, a thriller where he's been like the villain like this before. Unless I, I mean, I haven't seen everything he's done, so maybe I'm missing something. But I don't think I've ever seen him do a role like this. But it's this this kind of movie has been done before. Uh, it's not an original kind of, uh, I suppose. Um, narrative kind of you know kind of themes and cliches and all that going on in here but i i don't know just there's something about maybe it's maybe it's russell crowe's performance and the, what he's doing what we see him doing in this trailer that just kind of gets you intrigued like i really kind of want to know i mean yeah there's road rage but then there's like going after a woman you know for not apologizing for just not for, for not get you know he gave her the chance to apologize for for blaring on the horn because he wouldn't move for some reason like there's got to be a lot more to it, and I'm really, really glad that this trailer didn't really show any mm. of that. That the trailer didn't it didn't give away anything. I think for me, I think it showed exactly what it needed to. I mean, it showed it did show a lot in terms of 
lots of different scenes and and action shots and and sequences and things and but I I liked you know the fact that it doesn't it didn't give away any of the secrets. I feel like there's got to be a tw- a plot twist or or something underneath that's driving you know yeah <laughs> pun intended um, <laughs> driving driving Russell Crowe to run this woman off the road and and you know uh, just come after her and her poor son it's just yeah there's something there but i'm i'm it's it's got potential i'm 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 interested and this i like these kinds of films anyway so i think i'll definitely enjoy it but yeah so hopefully it's good Hopefully it's good. Fulia, what did you think? I was very uncomfortable with that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. From start to finish, I was just like thinking, why does he feel... He makes me feel very creeped out, um, his character, <laughs> and now I know why. Uh, and also, I think it's sort of... It feels too real, like a, a potential thing that could really happen in real life. Yeah. Um, Especially the way you so, drive. Shut up. I do not drive bad, okay? He's, he came, he saw, he kicked her ass. <laughs> I will kick it back when this lockdown's over. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> After that comment, how can I? Come <laughs> on, don't talk about it. But is this a kind of is this a movie you you no you're not gonna watch this no no it's it's too creepy I don't like these type of thrillers or I'm not a thriller fan to be honest um apart from the Michael Jackson song <laughs> so so um, you were not entertained no no I was very much creeped out in this particular trailer well played well played Mike <laughs> thank you thank you thank you checks in the mail. Very well played. <laughs> Um, oh, so, okay. no, yeah, that's, that's, that's my thought. That's fair. It's not really your kind of movie. Nope. Yeah. No, thank you. No, fair enough. I don't want someone doing the same thing to me, so I'd rather not even imagine watch or imagine it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, I, can, I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> Wayne, what did you think? Uh, well, yeah, um, I'm in your camp, uh, Kendall. This looks like a fun movie, like a let's munch on some yeah. popcorn open a cold one and put our feet up and just have fun with this one. Yeah. The, the tropes, the cliches, the frameworks are all here. Uh, look, there might yeah. be a clever plot twist. Maybe not. I think I'm okay with either. Uh, the, the main vibe I got from this trailer is that we've got dual meets falling down on steroids. <laughs> and I... Yeah. And Damn. It, look... It, 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 won't, it won't be... It won't be... Um, it won't be as good as either of those films... I can tell you that right now, but <laughs> I think it will be entertaining and it'll be fun. I mean, look, it's kind of, you know, does what it says on the packaging, doesn't it? Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, like I'm definitely okay with this film existing, um, especially Russell Crowe in, in the lead. Uh, and it's, it comes across like a, like a, you know, morality tale, like a moral, you know, there's a moral story here. Um, always, always use your manners. You never know what happens if you yeah. don't exercise some manners. that is yeah Yeah. that is a good point well there's always a moral to the story with uh with scary stories (laughs) that's what i think anyway (laughs) yeah no that's you're not wrong about that yeah so no i no i i actually think unhinged um should be a lot of fun so hopefully it does whatever it does um i hope it does it well yeah yeah same yeah 
Mikey, what did you think? Uh, I liked it. Um, I definitely enjoy. Uh, I definitely enjoy uh, Russell Crowe in in a majority of his films, and this one lo- looks like he's having a lot of fun. Really, uh, it's a bit sick. But yeah, <laughs> it looks like uh, very. It, it de- definitely does look like a bit of a passion project for him. It's like something that's a little less low key, less uh, a bit bit more on the indie vibe. Um, yeah, as you say, say Wayne, it does. It did remind me of it's Jewel, but you get to see the face. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. And um, what else? Uh, there was so- something else as well that um, the last thing that I saw uh, Russell Crowe in was uh, the loudest voice. Um, it, oh, yeah. So and it definitely he definitely has sort of the. Um, He's start, starting to do sinister again, which is pretty cool because um, he has, he's also uh, Romper Stomper as well. Yeah, and, so what guy sinister gave him his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just like just like um, Eric Banner got Chopper to start. Yeah. His <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what what's up with that? Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I can't I can't wait to uh, have a look see seeing seeing a, a woman. Uh, fight for her life, uh, and a and a and a son as well. Why do I like you it know, so much? This is fucking. I sick. Was, no, I was gonna say. You know what would have actually been, I think, more interesting just to even freshen it up. Uh, if if the woman was the road rager and it was a, a, you know, a father protecting his child, I think that would have been that would have probably just even elevated it a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would would have, would have been would have been interesting, I think. Yeah, but what I like about uh, this premise is the fact that the the the, the female leaders she clearly I, I feel I'm getting single mother vibes and I'm clearly getting the fact that she's she's tough and yeah. she's a no nonsense kind of woman and she's not she's not a damsel by any kind of means no. so True. i feel like True. especially how I'm she's glad that yeah how she's responding to his aggression initial, initially yes. you know before it goes yes, over the exactly. top yeah well, like yeah. You know, so that kind of makes that for me for me that just that makes the the traditional you know the the man attacking woman trope makes okay yeah makes it work in, anyway in this, yeah in this context because yeah, she's you know she, she's a badass yeah i feel that's just what i'm getting but if but i do like the the idea that you could reverse this and it could be a woman mm. coming after a man and his son or daughter or something like that would be a nice mm. spin i think I, 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 I always like kind of gender reversal like role reversal yeah i think just the, the different things you can do yeah especially if it like sort of adds to the story, but just you even speaking about yeah. that, about how, you know, at least we've got a strong female, not a damsel. And maybe just even think a little bit about um, Dee Wallace and Cujo, really, about how, oh, you know, how, how she's presented in a traditional way and then that's subverted throughout the narrative and her redemption is through being put yeah. in this dangerous uh, position, I suppose. So maybe something similar yeah. here. Yeah. 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 Well, who, who but, knows? We may be both right. Uh, we may be all wrong and... She's mm. the the villain in this piece. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. maybe, a maybe, twist. maybe she. You know, yeah. you know, especially if like she was in the wrong to begin with. If you like, yeah, she yeah. cut him up. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she wouldn't say sorry. No, exactly. <laughs> it's got to be something more than little... that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we hear the oh, boy. And then... Yeah. 
Uh, mind you, though, I think it would make it. It's it's what you know. Fulia was really alluding to, I suppose. Uh, if let, I would actually probably prefer it's nothing more than that. That it's just mm. something so simple, so everyday, so relatable, because that makes it even scarier. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Again, sim- similar with, with Jewel. It was just you know overtaking the wrong vehicle at the wrong time. Something yeah. that you know people on the road do every day, just because they need to be you know, somewhere that little bit quicker. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I love that we're sort of theorising a lot based on this trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope the film, you know, is a, we're able to analyse it as much when we get around to seeing it. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, so, Unhinged does not have an Australian release date yet, but it will be released... In theatres, if they are open, uh, on on the first of July. Um, but there are there are some big blockbusters starting to come out in July. I'm pretty sure Mulan is scheduled to come out in July, and you know, Christopher Nolan's Tenet as well. So um, hopefully, yeah, thing, things theatre wise will be starting to go back to normal then, and we'll be able to enjoy these films on the big screen. Um, that would be excellent. But we'll find out. Um, okay, next trailer and our last trailer for this week is for a TV series on Netflix uh, called Blood and Water. Um, this is a, a South African series. I looked it up afterwards because I was like, what is that accent? Are they in England? I can't figure it out. And then it said it was South African. So I'm like, okay, awesome. So, you know, stuff we don't really see coming out of um, out of South Africa too too much yeah. apart, apart from um, Neil Blomkamp's awesome sci-fi stuff that he does mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah no, this, so this is a this is like a, a high school family drama on Netflix um, I think it seems to be about a you know teenage girl who goes to a new school and maybe she has I don't know if she, I couldn't figure it out if she had like a like a twin sister that went missing or something and it looks I feel I I don't know if you guys got this vibe or if it's just me I'm trying to figure out if it's she's she's gone to this new school and she's turns out that's where her missing twin is or they think her missing twin is there but then I like I looked up the the description on IMDB and it said something about like there's a family secret that she uncovers or something I'm like I I don't know I didn't understand what was going on just in this what what kind of series this is going to be but it kind of just looks like a high school drama um that might be intriguing i don't know but it didn't really grab me too much i mean all the the actors looked you know talented and beautiful and like the aesthetic of it was nice and the school uniforms were cool and yeah and you know south africa for the win but yeah it's not really it's not really something that i i'm probably going to go to my way to binge on netflix um but you know that's just how you know i feel about it i guess i don't know um, neither here nor there. Indifferent is the is the word I'm looking for. Um, uh, Wayne, what did you think? Yeah, I agree with you, uh, Kendall. It wasn't, and I don't think it's a good trailer. I feel like yeah. the show. I think they're trying to not reveal too much, but in doing that, they're not really saying enough to grab you. Um, so, having watched this trailer on YouTube, I've just then gone and sort of scrolled through the comments a little bit. Um, of people and there seems to be a bit of a consensus that not only are people really happy to see uh you know dark skinned 
characters in lead roles that aren't set in ghettos or gangs, which is always a bonus, mm. which is lovely. Yeah. Um, and it is, again, great seeing a Netflix backer series outside of the United States. Please keep doing that, Netflix. You're all over the world. Tell global stories. Yes. Um, yes. But there's... I'll read one of the comments here um, that, yeah. that um, does that some people have been touching upon um, saying, wasn't there a real kidnapping case in South Africa where a baby girl went missing for years, was raised by her kidnappers and ended up attending the same school as her biological sister. So I'm thinking (laughs) that could sort of be the family secret. Sorry if that's an epic spoiler to people, but it seems to be quite well known from the target demographic. Um, That then starts to put the trailer in a bit more context um, and then is quite, intriguing i think um it's a story that we've seen on screen before um uh yeah it doesn't happen that often but we do sort of have you know children who realize that you know that they're missing or they're kidnapped or you know they they accidentally find a family uh for whatever reason um so again i think the series has potential to be quite intriguing especially if it's a limited short series i'm loving all these limited series i just think we're in such a binge tv culture now um I, you know, love limited series so we can get through more stories and it makes um, storytellers, um, I guess, be really economical with their choices to get to the point yeah. and make them effective. Um, so I, whilst like you, I'm not overly excited by this trailer. Um, if audiences... Um, suggestions or theories are correct that it is based on a true story um then then i think uh it has some potential mind you if it is based on a true story weird that netflix hasn't said that anywhere in the trailer yeah yeah because mm. usually yeah so could you know everyone wants to go out of their way to declare that it's based on something that actually happened, yeah because you know? it raises more intrigue it could just be that maybe the stories are similar um, you know, it's a complete work of fiction, but it's it's just reminding um, these YouTube viewers from um, from South Africa of a story that maybe made big big headlines back there, back then and over yeah. there. Yeah, but yeah, but in the trailer, in its own right, didn't do much for me. No, no, no. Fair enough. Um, Fulia, what did you think? Uh I was a little bored with it, to be honest. Um, didn't really interest me in any way. Um, yeah, it just didn't really capture my attention. Um, and it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's because of the way the trailer was made or maybe the story isn't something that I would usually go for. Uh, but yeah, didn't, didn't really, uh, didn't really move me in any way. Um, so yeah, don't really have much to say about that. (laughs) No. Okay. That's all right then. Mike, we'll wrap Trailer Park up with your thoughts yeah. on this one. Uh, I mean, I watched this. Uh, I was, uh, I'm, w- I'm with you, Kendall, where I was trying to pinpoint where this is actually t- taking place and they, um, in the description, I had to go digging. So in the description it said Cape Town. I was like, oh, South Africa. This is a South African story. and hmm. And I'm sort of intrigued with that really, that it's actually based in um, South Africa because I, I personally haven't seen much uh, stories that involve South Africa besides, like, the history of it. And I'm sort of, I would be intrigued, like, seeing, like, um, 
uh, like the culture, like now, now and that sort of thing. Like <laughs> something that's got nothing to do with the story, but it's it's uh, sort of like different story. I always enjoy like watching different stories. Like doesn't involve like me, it, like things that are similar in my life. So yeah, I I would be intrigued to actually watch it like that, but but um. With the information that mm. that Wayne has told me, it's if it's if it's not based on a true story, it would be I don't know maybe inspired by a true story, and mm. because they didn't actually get go out in their way of saying of of uh, bearing the lead of yes, this is your twin sister, um, and how and how she's going to deal with that information. Maybe maybe because it's such a limited series that. They can't really leave that until the end of the series. Then it has to be really, really, really interesting, like with the first couple of episodes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true. They really need to like grab you in the beginning, like not just with your opening shot. Like you know, movies need like the opening sequence to really pull you in to keep people watching. You know. Um, but um, yeah, your opening episode, or at least that opening couple, need to be red hot. Yeah. Um, yeah, to keep to keep people binging, you know, especially on Netflix. Uh, but yeah, yeah. All right, that might wrap it up then. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. So, Blood and Water for those who want to check it out will be on Netflix this week on the twentieth of May. Sick. Love it. Great, that is Trailer Park for another week, and we are gonna roll on out, I'm leaving tumbleweeds in our in in dust, and and no more trailers. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna throw this tumbleweed. Words. Yeah. <laughs> tumbleweed throwing yeah. sound. Tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Um. <laughs> all right, so. With that done, I think it might now be time for our ironic <laughs> quickie review. Quickie review. Okay, so um, we all decided to we torture ourselves. What's this we? <laughs> What's this we bullshit? Okay. <laughs> um, there was a decision made. There was a decision made to to uh, after we watched the trailer for for this film a couple of weeks ago um, that you know maybe this could be a fun group quickie review for the podcast and maybe this film will actually be all right. Um, the the group consensus is 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 not great, um, <laughs> and it's pretty clear. We are we are talking of course about um, uh, apparently the number one title on netflix currently uh trending number one in australia uh, uh, yes <laughs> uh, in australia yeah yep yeah. hello australians uh what are you doing uh, we're starving for is... content yeah clearly um the film is the wrong missy um okay can i go first because i feel like i'm gonna be the nicest about it okay <laughs> <laughs> Now, Kendall, because, I've commented on your taste yes. in movies in the past. 
I know you have, and you 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 like to you know hold me up to a very high regard, a high standard. You know? <laughs> That's one uh, way of putting we it. Tend, we tend to fall in in line. Um, yes, but any anywho, but go for um, it. Go for it. I'm yes, because I look. I I hear you know that. Well, I read a bunch of the reactions in our little group chat that we have, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I didn't like the film, but I, I don't think I hated it like you guys did. Just because, I don't know. It's, the problem, the problem is, this is a lazy movie. Yeah. And that is the, the word I was looking for while I was watching it. I'm like, there is something about this film that is making it not great. <laughs> and especially the ending. My God. Uh, why? It's just bad decisions were made. Uh, but I was I went on Rotten Tomatoes straight after to see what the critic consensus was. What was the score? And I think it was sitting in the thirty percentile uh, for critics. Um, so rot- a rotten film, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, but the audience uh, score was in the in the mid fifties. So the you know crowd seemed to enjoy it a bit more. Um, but the yeah the word that I saw pop up in a couple of little reviews I read was lazy and yeah that's it because it's it's formulaic it's predictable uh it's it's there's no there's not really there's there's attempts at character development and they don't even really fully complete anything it's this thing there's like storyline elements that are thrown in that that connect with each other that are an attempt at kind of trying to create some conflict that kind of just goes nowhere kind of just doesn't it doesn't blow up the way you think it will or it does but it, the, the way it blows up is just poorly done um there are three women going on he's got three david spade i mean sure i mean he's he's charming and funny that's all i've got to say about david spade i think he's a great comedic actor i liked him in this film he's a very likable character in this film um i liked his performance um i enjoyed watching him that was good i i enjoyed watching lauren lapkus i thought she was hilarious um you know even some of the extreme of missy's uh (laughs) lack of a better word quirkiness weirdness um yeah so even the extreme stuff was you know, once you knew what you were in for, you can you kind of resigned yourself. Like, okay, this is the vibe we've got. Right, cool. Now I will adjust accordingly inside my brain um, to what I'm about to watch. And then I, when I started it, I noticed the runtime was only 90 minutes. And I was like, okay, well, if it's bad, at least it's going to be over quick. Um, <laughs> and, and then, yeah, and then the ending was like, ah, oh, it's vanilla ice. And they kiss and make up and roll credits. There was, it was just so abrupt. To me, the ending it was so abrupt. It, I, yeah, it is a lazy movie. It was fine. It was enjoyable enough. There was some cringy uh, physical violence, physical comedy that happened involving limbs facing wrong ways and and shark attacks and just random shit strung together, barely connected. And yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I like I liked it. I liked elements of it, but I'm definitely never gonna watch it again. It's it's I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. I I don't yeah. I mean it's fine. It's a fine film. It's okay. Like it's 
I've seen, I've definitely seen worse films. I absolutely have. I can tell you all about those ones I've seen because I can't get them out of my brain. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If I had to give it a score out of five, it would probably be either a one and a half or a two. Kind of in that range for me. Commit. Maybe one and a half. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to, that's the, that's the vibe. Um, so that's me for The Wrong Missy. Now I'm so excited to hear what everyone else has to say. <laughs> Yeah. As a fan of comedy, you love comedy. I do. I would love to know what you think of, of this film. Okay. Let me just say, I do like most of the Happy Gilmore productions. The Happy Madison. The Happy Madison, sorry. Yes. The Happy Madison sh- movies. Yes. Um, and out of all of them, I think uh, Fifty First Dates is my favorite. Yeah, oh, it's that's yeah, that's one of the better ones. It's the best one that I've yeah, seen. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And <sighs> I have no idea how to how to summarize my review for this. <laughs> Give it a score out of five and move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I started watching it and I was pretty much cringing from the beginning, and like Lauren Lapkus's character oh my gosh (laughs) she does that character very well i have to admit yeah she does a psycho girlfriend character very well (laughs) but i just this was overboard for me i couldn't handle it i was looking away i was uninterested i kept look i i i'd look back to see to to continue watching and then I could feel something really bad coming up and then I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to turn away. (laughs) And then I'd hear what's happening. Like, especially when they're on the boat going into the shark tank. Oh God. That was just it. I was eating dinner and it put me off. It put me off straight away when I, I didn't even look at it. I looked away and all I could hear was her vomiting. And I was just like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done eating. Even though I can't see it, I, I can hear it. But then after that had finished, I'd look back and then you'd see it all coming down in the water. And I'm like, <laughs> dry heaving. <laughs> um, Just... Like it's, it's, it's not my kind of comedy. <laughs> like I say that. And then I, even though I said that I like the, um, happy Madison movies and they have those type of elements in their films as well, yeah. but this just went way too far over the line for me. And yeah, and you know what? David Spade's character was very low-key. I'm used to seeing him a lot more sort of amped up and energetic, but this time around he's playing the cool guy, and he's it's actually not that bad, but I still feel like I miss, I miss the other guy. <laughs> I miss that other character that he usually plays because um, he plays it so well. Uh, so yeah, uh, not a fan of this one. I cringed all the way through <laughs> and I will give it a one out of five. Okay. <laughs> Wayne, how'd you go? <laughs> <sighs> I'm 
Um, <laughs> okay, I, I, I will be a, as brief as I possibly can be. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Look, I, for me, the, the Happy Madison productions are very hit and miss, and most of them are a miss. Um, this film is an example why. Uh, like you said, Kendall, it is a very lazy movie. They've thrown all the elements that they put in a lot of their films and put them here, uh, but it doesn't work, and it doesn't work for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, it's the type of film that thinks... If I just have somebody shouting obscenities to make the scene awkward, that is funny. Um, no, it isn't. Like, just because you've got somebody with a foul mouth yelling, um, no. That, that Your character is obnoxious and unlikable. Um, I didn't think anything special about Lauren Lepkus at all. Um, I thought her character was unappealing, unrelatable, had absolutely no sympathy or any care for her whatsoever, regardless of the journey that her character went on. I thought that David Spade was completely miscast, did not believe for a second that somebody would obsess over him so much, let alone three women. His character is, again, incredibly dull and flat. There is no personality whatsoever there um if he's supposed to be presented as an everyday man an average joe i'm sorry your average man is not like this at all they actually are interesting and you want to spend some time with them um adam sandler you know isn't in the movie but a lot of his family members are um we've got the casting of his wife his children his brother-in-law um and i think a nephew as well so, um, yeah, well, I don't know what your family have done to you, Adam, to have you torture them like this, but this is not, you know, a very, uh, it's not a happy family event either. Um, I do have to say the film in itself is not boring. Um, I only sort of had to check the time twice and that was at every half an hour mark (laughs) so it looks like i could take this film in in small chunks um it's not boring but it's just um pointless and horrendous and has no reason to exist whatsoever the one of the key problems that i did have with it um going back with the humor as well like how i said it's like oh if i just say you know obscenities and shout them and make things a bit awkward and be super annoying somehow an audience is going to find that funny not the case at all um but it is also the sort of film that thinks that a sexual assault gag is funny and then what would make it even funnier is to follow it up with a rape scene afterwards. Um, You know, it's the kind of humour that was used a lot in the 80s. This is like 40 years later. We don't particularly need it. Um, So it didn't really do much for me whatsoever. I raised the occasional smile based on some of the physical gags there. I thought the failed threesome was actually well done. I thought that that's when, like, that's when physical humour, you know, worked really well. But it's not a movie worth recommending. It's not a movie worth watching. It's not a movie that should be existing. Half out of five from me. (laughs) Michael. My fucking God. <laughs> okay. 
probably the best thing about this movie is it's only an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, unlike you, Wayne, I was checking every ten minutes. <laughs> oh no, you you <laughs> suffered more than I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, the first 10 minutes was the first uh, altercation of David Spade at the bar. Mm. And I was going, surely they're not doing this. Mm. Uh, and easily decrypted. That's like, oh, it's, a, it's the wrong person, obviously. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is anything going to be different? Nope. Okay. So we understand that her character is deceitful. Um, going on, it, it, it is hitting all the beats fairly quickly because they want to get to the resort because Mm. that's the main reason why people are in it so they can get a cheap holiday. Mm. Okay. And one of the biggest sins... That was about 25 minutes in when they decided to make fun of mental illness of her supposedly about to jump off a bridge. Yes. Attempted suicide. Yeah, I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was around about that time when I just simply thought, fuck you, movie. Mm-hmm. This, as you say, as you say, Wayne, this would probably um, fly r- roughly late eighties, early nineties. Absolutely, but not fucking thirty years now. No. <laughs> so I had a bad time. I couldn't wait for it to be over, and the biggest, even bigger cardinal sin was you made me feel that. The best thing in the movie was Rob Schneider. <laughs> and that oh, is no. fucking terrible. He... I can't believe the only chuckles that I had from this film is when Rob Schneider was on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gosh, I didn't even laugh at Rob. <laughs> no, when, neither did I. I didn't. When he was doing... It, it was just when they were doing their, their like little impro skits. Because yeah. I knew that wasn't part of the movie. And I thought, yeah, they're having a good time. I might have a good time, but no. Uh, the shark the shark scene was boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have enjoyed her falling down the mountain, but that was in the trailer, so that was a big fucking spoiler anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the payoff at the end was... Uh, you get the girl that you deserve, so that's probably a good, good um, send off. So I don't know. I just on that, I gotta even say I don't think the movie even did a successful job of uh, explaining all of a sudden why David Spade was like, yeah, I actually am falling in love with this 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 wrong missing. Do you know what yeah. though, when, Kendall? Sorry to cut you off there, but it yeah. was like, do you know what? It's, it was no, almost like right. a blink and you'll miss it. The 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 reason why his character sort of toned was when she was able to do something for him, 
And that was because, you know, through hypnosis, got the boss on side. So it had nothing to do with her in terms of personality or anything like that. Um, It was just more like, oh, you did something for me. Oh, maybe you're okay. Maybe you're cool. Like, it's... The movie is just so stupid. Like, so many of the gags fall flat. These are not real humans. It's just... Yeah, and it is. It's the stupidest and flimsiest of excuses. But it's like you've all been yeah. saying, they just needed to reach that 90-minute mark. So let's just quickly flip... Let's just quickly, you know, turn it. Um, and you know why? It's got this impression that, oh, we're so invested in these characters that we'll just accept any reason for them to get together. No, they're just so dull and unlikable and annoying. Um yeah, Michael, like you said, you get the girl you kind of deserve. They deserve each other now, just kind of disappear and don't rock up again. Um, yeah, horrible. Sorry, go I just, on. No, you're right. I just, I totally fine. You, everything you're saying is correct. I just, I yeah, just kind of, I, I didn't, I feel like the reason I didn't pick up on that, that was the moment when, um, yeah, he, he decided that he was mm. falling for her um, because maybe I was hoping that, Oh no, there's, that's the beginning of it. Because you know, usually in these movies, when that trope happens, it usually takes a couple of things. Of course, for that person, yeah, yeah, to to make that person see, oh, maybe I do actually like this person, you know. Yeah. Um. But and so maybe I think in my brain was just going, oh no, there's going to be another thing, so I won't. That's that can't be it. And then nothing else happened, and I was like, but you literally had like the best ever connection, and I know the fact that like if you're very similar people personality wise and interests and stuff like yeah you're gonna get along incredibly well as friends but that doesn't always translate into you know intimate relationship and long-lasting love and all that stuff i know i get that but but it, it, the film the way the film set it up between the you know the awesome melissa the awesome missy mm. like it just their chemistry and their chemistry was so much better like, David Spade had way better... Like, he didn't really have chemistry with anybody in this film. No. And that's not that's not against him. That's just... Yeah. It's a shame that they had to cut off the good Missy so quickly at the beginning. And then at the end, too. Yeah. But, like, but, it, was so, ro- but it was so unbelievable that she would even give yeah. him a second look to begin with. Um, you know, yeah. and, I, and, I, yeah. and look, I'm, there's talented actors here. Don't get me wrong. Um, even though I think all the characters oh, yeah. are horrible and a lot of them are miscast, um, I just think they're directed really badly. Yeah, and the, and yeah. it's not helped that the material sucks to begin with. Yeah, it's very subpar. Mm. Very subpar. Um, did you guys give a score out of five, or is is it just not worth <laughs> mentioning? Wayne Wayne did say half. Half. Okay, half a I star. That. Yes, Sorry. that's okay. Half a star. Fantastic, uh, Mikey. Mikey, what do you think? What's the rule of how many stars? You can give zero. Well, okay. Whatever you feel is appropriate. Yeah. Uh, okay. I give it. I give it one. One Rob Schneider out of a possible five Rob Schneiders. <laughs> I'm surprised, Mike. That's a generous score. So you really loved Rob Schneider. <laughs> Yeah, I love him to bits. Okay. Okay. There's a part of me that's actually surprised that I gave it the lowest score, but we'll we'll run with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But Wayne, oh who who said that um who said that Rob Schneider is a star? 
<laughs> this is true. <laughs> so I'm giving it no stars in that. No situation. stars at all. Just just a Rob Schneider, but really is zero stars. Yeah, it, yeah. Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider's not a star. He's just fucking there. <laughs> and there's only one of him. Thank God. You can He's do just... it. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's just look. He's just friend. He's he's not an actor. He's just uh, Adam Sandler's best friend. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you all find his hand with the missing digits really weird? It's like they didn't even yep. try yeah, to so make it look it like they were wrong. missing. They were just clearly folded in his palm and had makeup over them. It was really. Yeah. It was yeah, so it just, badly it looked, done. It looked very wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me. Part of me doesn't like. Can't distinguish if it was that's intentional or if that was all they could do with the budget they had. Yeah, the budget and the. They had a Netflix involved. budget, like seriously. It was, yeah. it was just a day shoot. I mean, they weren't. Really <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we've got to make time. We've got to make time. Yeah, they probably did make it. Yeah, it feels they, like they, it. They filmed him in one day, and then he spent the rest of the rest of the week on the fucking beach. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. And I'm also right, surprised he time. didn't do a racist accent too. <laughs> he can't. He kind of had an accent, like he was trying to be. He was supposed to be a Hawaiian native. Nah, he was. Be- he was bet. He was a better Hawaiian native in Fifty First Dates than he was in this. Yeah, true. Nah, he was playing fucking Quinn from fucking Jaws. Yeah, he was trying being to. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god, Wayne. They totally tried to redo a Jaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot. Did you how 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 much did you hate that? <laughs> You know what? I think it was just done so badly. I'll be honest. It didn't actually quite register so much. It's like, oh, I see Jaws references. I was like, no, nothing. Nothing registered in that regard, believe it or not. Um, Again, I think just because the whole, you know, boat bit was just so badly done. Um, I, I was really so disengaged with this movie by that stage. No, no, that's fair. How the fuck did they make that shark look even more fake than fucking Bruce? <laughs> because Bruce was made with love. <laughs> That's why. That's and why. polystyrene. Yeah, but you know what? It was the technology of the time and it, you know, still looks believable to me. Well, this shark was the product of its time and it looked fucking awful. Because no one gave a shit. That's why. That and Rob Schneider's hand. No one cared. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And we need to... <laughs> I think we've given we've given this this movie enough time. Yeah, <laughs> enough love. Uh, Let's face it, this enough, review has been yes. more entertaining than the film itself. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah actually, I knew and I knew it was going to be good as soon as I, I started watching it, and then so your reactions were all coming through. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a good quickie review. All right. I might I go on my hiatus again. <laughs> 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 we ruined Mikey on a movie. You ruined me. <laughs> you more, more careful, guys. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So that's our ironic cookie review for this week. Um, don't watch it. Yep. Um, <laughs> so now is time for popcorn culture. <laughs> popcorn culture. Yay. <laughs> it's popcorn culture time. Yes, it is. It's, Everybody, it's where we get pop excited. all the corn and the corn to be yes. popped. Oh, <laughs> I love popcorn. Popcorn. I love popcorn. 
so yes, so um, Mike, you were the, the the thinker of this question, were you not? Yes, I am the brainchild. Lovely. Would you like to tell everybody what we're going to be discussing this week? Sure thing, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. The question. Do you want me to read it? I'll, I'll read it out if you want. Uh, that's all right. Um, the question for this week is: With the myth of the infamous Zack Schneider cut of Justice League, and uh, Zack Snyder's cut is in parentheses, uh, what cut of a movie do you want to see? And this is basically what uh, in if you go back into your. Uh, uh, movie trivia knowledge where, oh, this actor was meant to be cast as this person, but something happened and they got someone else. What Or if a director was meant to direct a certain movie, but all of a sudden they had to pull out, uh, what would that be? And, and, uh, and what do you demand to see to, to see the cut, even if there's no footage? Or anything. It's just, it's just basically making fun of people who actually think there's a Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. But, but there, there is. isn't. But there is. There isn't. But there, there is. Isn't. I'm sure there but is. There isn't. But there probably is. There is. There isn't. <laughs> I bet you there is. There's going to be. I bet there is. There's going to be spliced in of green screen and shit, and it's going to be horrible. Uh, nah, it's it's not real. Easter Bunny. <laughs> It's an urban legend. I bet you it yeah. exists. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like just like the um. Oh no, I was going to make ah fuck it. I'll make a joke about it. There's actually a cut of uh, cats that they uh, where they didn't remove all the buttholes. Yes, I've heard of that, but the director has actually gone out saying no, that's not true. No, but it is true. But I think the the sci-fi person said that it's not true. But we all want it to be true. Yeah, like I want to see all the buttholes of the um, dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. There is a cut <laughs> that's got all the um, dinosaurs' buttholes. That's on the top of your list? Yes. Okay, <laughs> it's great. I want to see buttholes. <laughs> Radio. I love, I love that. That's a good start to the series. Yeah. So, let's <laughs> go around the tables. What, what cuts do you want to see? Okay. Um... I will I will start then I suppose. Um, so I had three. I didn't go I didn't go with actors. I kind of more went with like uh, different directors movies that almost happened that didn't like and maybe I guess you know in a way that kind of also relates to actors playing certain roles. Um, one a uh, couple in particular. Uh, first off, I want to start off with. Um, Joss Whedon's Wonder Woman movie um, that was going to happen like years ago. He wrote a he wrote a script and it was headed in, into production uh, and it didn't end up didn't end up coming to pass. And I think he would have done a really cool job of um, bringing Diana to the the big screen because you know he's such a I don't know he really he, for me he really writes wonderful <laughs> God I'm punning it up tonight uh-huh. wonderful women um you know just incredibly strong female characters like you know he, he just knows how to 
to craft them expertly well and find find the right um, actress to to fill the the shoes and just yeah I don't know that's I just I I think it would have been really uh, fantastic to see that's for sure um um whoa what am I gonna say next um okay so this is this is an interesting one this is a film that was I think it was in like early pre-production back in like 97 98 I think um and this is Tim Burton and Kevin Smith's uh, Superman Lives <laughs> that would have seen Nicolas Cage play Kal-El, Clark Kent, Superman. Um, I really want to see this movie, like, a lot. And I think there's a... Someone, I think someone's made a documentary about it. And I, mm. I, the name of it escapes me right now, but I would love to see that documentary, like, just to find out, you know all the behind the scenes information, just everything, just cause you know, there's been a lot of photos leaked online of, uh, Nicholas Cage in the costume and just the kind of Tim Burton-ness of it all would be fascinating, you know, cause he, he, you know, did Batman so well, um, back in 89. And then again in 92, was it Wayne Batman Returns? Batman Returns is 92. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. Um, yeah, fantastic movies, and mm. you know, clearly, you know, we we all know Tim Burton is a fantastic director and visionary and auteur and all of that, and you know, he has a, a lovely flavor that he brings to cinema, and yeah, to see it, you know, a Superman Tim Burton mm-hmm. would be yeah fascinating, yeah. Um, and I would I would have loved to have seen how it would have compared to, uh, you know, his his version of Batman and and Nicolas Cage as well, particularly because. He is, like, for those who don't know, he is, like, one of the biggest Superman fans ever. Mm-hmm. Like, he, <laughs> he, I'm pretty sure he named one of his kids Kal-El or something. That's correct, he I'm did. fairly certain. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah, he's, like, mega obsessed. Yeah. Like, he loves Superman, and I think that's fantastic. And, you know, for all his up and, ups and downs in his career um, and his performances, like, Nicolas Cage is still, like, I think he's, he's pretty brilliant in the choices he makes and... Um, yeah, and the way he portrays his, all his, you know, different characters that we see him do. He's, I think he's, yeah, he's he's awesome. And, yeah, to see him play... I, w- I, I can imagine his Superman being amazing, but to see him do Clark Kent as well would be... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how, how well that would have gone, but I'm sure he would have... I'm sure he would have nailed it. I don't know. It would just been really cool to see a, a complete fanboy play, like, the, the role of a lifetime. I'm looking for um, a treasure. And especially... Yeah, <laughs> and especially too, because um, Kevin Smith, I'm a big fan of his, and he, you know, he's like, we all know he's a huge comic book nerd, uh, and you're a pop culture fan and fan of comic book films and all of that stuff, but the fact that, you know, he, he wrote this script, and this is the closest he's ever come to actually, uh, you know, working on one of these big comic book movies, because he famously says on all of his podcasts now that, you know, he won't... He, he won't step into that world directing or maybe, maybe writing, maybe something, but definitely not directing, like, uh, yeah, which is, you know, a shame because I think he would be awesome at it, but, um, no, he just likes watching them and, you know, taking that side of it uh, instead. But, you know, he, he's a very excellent um, writer, I think, of, um, of films, you know, I like a lot of his stuff and, yeah, to see to see his, his version of the Superman story would have been really cool. So, yeah, that's probably my... my the one I think I would have loved to have seen the most. But I will wrap up my thoughts with 
just like a, a little just this is this film also came really close to happening too and as much as I love Ridley Scott I kind of hate him for this um, there was going to be uh, an Alien 5 if you will that was going to be a sequel to James Cameron's Aliens Ooh. from 1986 and Neil Blomkamp was going to direct and I think write it as well um, and Sigourney Weaver and Michael Biehn were going to return um, as as Ripley and Hicks and uh, and it was just going to like completely retcon Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection and just continue the story and I just there was concept there's concept art for that you can find it online it's on Google it's on the interwebs everywhere um, of you know of Ripley and Hicks and Xenomorphs and just looking so Blomkamp it's just oh man I really wanted it so bad and it became it, it, it was almost a reality but then yeah Ridley Scott you know made Prometheus and then decided he wanted to keep going with his you know back to his alien uh, stories um and yeah and then gave us Alien Covenant which was yeah it was okay it wasn't great but I don't know he's I don't know it's the weird weird direction he's gone with with that story and stuff but um yeah so he basically said he no one else can make alien films only him so that's fun um so I, I love him but I hate him at the same time uh, yes, yeah, so those are my three films that I uh, cuts of films that I really wish I could I could watch I could see, but they'll never happen. Oh, it's very sad. Okay, but we do, um, but we do actually get um, Nicholas Cage voicing Superman in yes. in the uh, Teen Titans Go movie. Good. Yes, that's correct. I forgot. I should have mentioned that. that yes, that's right. Um, yeah. He finally, yeah, very good pull. He finally, yeah, finally actually got to play Superman. But, yeah, in animated form, which is really, really awesome. Yeah. Really, really awesome. Um, Wayne, Mm -hmm. would you like to go next? Sure. Um, I actually, too, would have liked to have seen the Nicolas Cage um, rendition of Superman. Um, Yeah, the the documentary uh, feature film that you're thinking of, Kendall, it's called The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? Yes. And it's yes. a fascinating documentary, actually. Um, yes. Oh, I really want to see yeah, it. Yeah, the, the filmmaker um, speaks to, to Kevin Smith about his version, speaks to um, to Tim Burton as well. So you get a lot of great insight into this production. Um, yeah, nice. and, and you get a picture of what it would have been like. Um, yeah, uh, and it's a shame, actually, just hearing Tim talk about the project, I would have liked to have seen it. You know, whether it would have done anything... Mm. You know, whether it would have spawned sequels or would have been a complete uh, disaster, who knows? I would have, I still would have liked to have seen it. I think it would have been really good. It would have been very 90s by the look of it, considering mm. uh, Cage had long hair and, you know, the baggy suit <laughs> as everyone wore them in the 90s. But I don't know. It's not ne- yeah. not necessarily a bad thing to be a product of, of your time, I suppose. Um, speaking of Tim Burton, I wish he had made a Catwoman movie. Um, which. Oh, yeah. Was he, was he supposed to. Like, was he thinking of working on one? Or? Yeah, well, after Batman Returns, there was a lot of hype for a Catwoman movie. And um, my belief is that Tim Burton and Michelle Pfeiffer spoke about it. And um, she withdrew all interest from the project when Tim was no longer involved. Because, you know, Warner Brothers didn't want him to make Batman 3, which ended up being Batman Forever. 
um, because of the yeah. parental backlash to Batman Returns. That's a totally long story, but um, but yeah, it was con- mm. it was like on the cards, um, and there was all expectations that a Catwoman movie with Michelle Pfeiffer would be in there would be made, um, but yeah, she wouldn't do it without Tim Burton. Uh, so it, it didn't eventuate, and then an alternative. Catwoman movie that we don't really want to speak about was made quite a few no. years later. Um, no. So yeah, speak- definitive. <laughs> um, look, speaking of Michelle Pfeiffer, I would have loved. Uh, you know, I love most of her career choices. Um, one film that I wish she signed on the dotted line, but she pulled out of Eleventh Hour, um, was Silence of the Lambs. I would absolutely loved her to have played Clarice Um, yeah she'd worked with Jonathan Demme before on Married to the Mob Um, they had such great rapport so he was her first choice Um, she was pretty much ready to go for it but the nature of the script just disturbed her a bit too much didn't like the idea that the villain really won in the end and wasn't comfortable making it and so pulled out last minute um and I, it, that's the one role I wish she had done because I know she would have been fantastic in it. Um, <laughs> and I think, it, and you know, it's such it's such a great script. It's such a great story. It's so taut. Mm. Um, Jodie Foster does a brilliant job. So I mean, if you can't, can't oh, yeah. have uh, if you can't have Michelle Pfeiffer, at least you've got a fantastic actor as well, um, and deserving of an Oscar for it as well. That you know, winning the Big Five um, for for that film is amazing um, and it's well deserved it's yeah. by far one of the best like crime thrillers I think ever oh, it's yeah. so damn good um, yeah. and I think because it is so yeah. good I really wish Michelle signed on the dotted line <laughs> and had done it because <laughs> it would have it would have been great um, yeah so Michelle Pfeiffer signs of the lambs cut you want to see that <laughs> yes I would I would definitely um, love to see that um, Wayne just a quick mm-hmm. question was there any ever talk of her playing the character in, um, was it Hannibal, where Julianne Moore played Clarice instead? No, not that I know of. No. no. And okay. and I imagine right. that, be- I yeah, I imagine that because of the reasons why she didn't do Silence of the Lambs. Like, I haven't seen um, the Hannibal or any of the other films related to, to Silence of the Lambs or Hannibal Lecter, um, so I don't know how they all turn out, but probably for, for similar reasons. She did say afterwards, though, that um, she only regretted not doing the movie after meeting uh, Anthony Hopkins. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... so after meeting him, she was like, oh, you know, I, I wish I had done the film, um, which is Behind funny, though, glass, because... Behind glass, I hope. Sorry? Behind glass, I hope. Well, but this is the thing. My understanding is that um, Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins actually never worked together during the filming. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying trying to think. I haven't seen the film for a few years. But, like, yeah, I don't know if they're ever... Are they ever in the same shot? I just got this feeling that I've heard. Oh, they have. Yeah. yeah, I just had this like, or, or maybe I they had, one shot, yeah. or maybe they hadn't actually worked. They didn't meet until day of filming, so maybe their time was really limited together. Maybe that's what oh, I'm yeah. thinking of. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, but no, I, yeah, that, that's that's a cut I would definitely have loved to seen, but that's okay. It, you know, not being in it didn't hurt um, anyone's career, <laughs> so that was fine. <laughs> you can probably um, find that cut on the internet though. Yeah, possibly, possibly, where somebody's yeah. just CGI'd her in. Um, it's, out, it's out there. <laughs> I'm it's sure out there it is. If you find it. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's um, real. 
Look, speaking of alternative casting, I'm going to go to, um, you know, my all-time favourite um, movie franchise, the MCU, um, and talk about a casting choice that uh, I don't think you'll agree with me on this one, Kendall, but I would have actually have loved to have seen Edward Norton stay on as, as the Hulk slash Bruce Banner. Um, yeah, that's that's a good uh, call. Yeah, I would... Um, I, I prefer him in the role. Um, and look, that could just be a reflection of how much I love um, the Incredible Hulk movie. Um, it's probably my favourite of the MCU movies. Um, and I, Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I think it's by far one of the strongest and one of the more interesting and entertaining ones of them. Um, and I just love Edward Norton as well. And I think based on the type of intensity he brings to his roles and the type of actor he is, he is always fascinating to, to watch. And that's not taking away from anyone else um, who's yeah. ever done the role, who took over the role or anything like that. But I would, I would have loved to have seen him, him do it. Um, but in saying that, if you're going to bail out of a franchise, cause I know my understanding is that franchises weren't, wasn't an, in, wasn't something that he was really interested in. Um, and admittedly, based on how Edward Norton works, probably best for everyone that he stopped at the, that first film. <laughs> um, um, because he, he did do a lot of rewrites, I believe, on, on Incredible Hulk and things like that. Because the, the thing is, Edward Norton is um, an absolute talent and an absolute genius. Um, and one could argue oh, yeah. the problem is he knows it. <laughs> so he does enforce his opinion a lot. But yeah, I would have liked... Yeah, I, yeah, I just... I can never get enough of, of Edward Norton and um, because I love The Incredible Hulk so much as a film, um, particularly within the yeah. franchise. It uh, would, would have been great to see him continue on. Um, yeah, i I got to say, I can't, I can't decide mm. if, I, who, if I prefer um, Ed Norton or um, Mark Ruffalo mm. because I, you know, having seen what both of them do with the character, it's just, and they're both, they both bring different things mm. to the role um and i just i love both of their portrayals and it's it's a shame we'll never get to see what edward norton would have done with bruce banner in avengers and you know everything else going forward um but i you know at the same time it's lucky that we've you know ended up with uh, mark ruffalo yes uh, in the role because you know if you can't have edward norton i mean you're in pretty safe hands with with Mark, I think. Yeah, but, and 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 Mark, yeah. I can't, cho- I just can't choose. Yeah, and Mark <laughs> Ruffalo does do such a, such a wonderful job, um, and he does bring such yeah. he brings a, a warmth to the character as well. Mm-hmm. Like they're two different yeah. portrayals, but they're both suited to Bruce Banner, if, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. they don't still feel so distant that you feel like they don't belong in the same franchise at the same time. Um, yeah. Um, if I had like a final, and I've got a final response, um, the, the cut that I want to see of, um, of three particular films is the cut that does exist um, as they were originally released. And that was the star Wars trilogy. Um, they, the original cuts are the ones I want to see. Um, I don't accept any, cuts after the original releases um george lucas you did not direct the empire strikes back you did not direct return of the jedi respect the director's works and leave them the fuck alone and yeah. Ooh, shots I, fired. 
I I refuse to acknowledge the uh, botched up versions, as I call them. I don't think any improvements are made. Um, so, yes. So, we, we don't really speak about um, any alternative versions of the original Star Wars trilogy, except for the ones that were released uh, in the 70s and 80s. So, I'm glad at least those cuts are available and I don't need to search the uh, internet for them. <laughs> I've got it on VHS. Uh, I have them on DVD. Actually, yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh. VHS once once I, upon a I, time. Yeah, I had... Um, my, my parents have got a VHS box set of, of the original trilogy, but I don't know if it's the 97... Mm remasters or if it's the original ones or not. I'll have to check next time I go back to Bendigo, but um but I remember as a kid watching like, you know, the original trilogy mm. taped onto VHS mm. from the T V. Yeah, same. And it was, you know, obviously all the original yeah. uh, you know, cuts. And I yeah, I pref- I'm with you, I prefer them. Yeah. Uh absolutely. You don't you're not you're not adding anything except your your glorious love of visual effects, George, and you know we we got a whole prequel trilogy filled with green screen. Yeah. So thanks for that. Um. And they <laughs> don't age as well as the original trilogy with practical no. effects. Um, no, that's right. Practical effects always age better. Yeah. Always. Actually, you know what reminds me? Yeah. Speaking of sort of like more home movies and things, um, because my folks came to Australia in the 70s so before VHS people would have their own little projector reels of movies right Mm. Um, like how they show in the cinema for all you kids playing at home who have no idea what a projector is Um, (laughs) but uh, yeah I've actually got a small projector reel of selected scenes from Star Wars um, which is really cool Um, so yeah yeah I I should I'll, I'll show it to you to you next time you pay me a visit, um, but it yes. is pretty cool, and it's been pla- not for many, many years, mind you, uh, but it has been played on a projector on a working projector machine um, at my house once or twice. <laughs> Definitely a lot when we were kids. Mm. Yeah, um, that's so. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So you know, even selected scenes I will take over the botched up versions that George Lucas continues to butcher of these three masterpieces and rant. <laughs> no, that's a nice little rant. Thank you. <laughs> well said. Thank you. No more McClunky. Uh, <laughs> no, my God. I almost forgot about McClunky. <laughs> was that this year or was that last year? I can't remember. Last year, I think. Yeah, I think last year. End of yeah. last year. Yeah, okay. It's just been a long time. Oh, abs- <laughs> 2020 has been a long, long time. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely has. Um, now, are we going... Who are we going to next? We're going to Mike. We're going to Mike. To me. Um, to me. To you. What What were your... Uh, what are your... Oh, what cuts do you want to see? Like, do you, do, you, do you really think the the Snyder Cut is a, is a myth? Because I'm sure it, it does exist. I'm sure it would um, exist, but it's... It'll be all like still, still um, choppy and 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 got blue screen and green screen and and a lot of balls in the air <laughs> and practical <laughs> effects that haven't been um, done yet. Yeah. Insert yeah, so inserts. Very... It'll be all. It'll be all McClunky. <laughs> it'll be. All... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Very McClunky. Okay. So, well, Mike, what are your what are your actual picks? Yes. Go, go for it. The actual picks, we've got a twofer. So, uh, and it all involves Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. I want to see uh, the cut of uh, Philosopher's Stone that has peeves in it. Yes. Uh, I want to see Rick Mail being his most Rick Malius as peeves the poltergeist. <laughs> Absolutely. As a big fan of Rick Mail, I really, really, really want to see it. Just to see what he does yeah. and does. Yeah. Because... I uh, really wanted that. Even as a kid, I was going, oh, Rick Mayo, awesome. Even as a kid, I was a big fan of Rick Mayo. I was like, yes, I want it. Oh, it's not in it? No, fuck. Even as a kid, I, <laughs> I said fuck. Uh, I, <laughs> and then I got grounded. Um, yeah, yeah. So so that that's one element that I want to bring back to Philosopher's Stone. And also in Philosopher's Stone... J.K. Rowling has said publicly that one of her um, ideas for the movie was it to be directed by a infamous uh, director by the name of Terry Gilligan. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, so if you don't know Terry Gilligan, he, he's done a lot of, dare I say, interesting movies. Um what would you call it? Um, genre movies. Um. Yeah. Very like very unique. Yeah. Yeah. Films. I've only seen I've only seen um, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. That's I think that's the only film of his I've actually watched. Yeah. Um. I, and that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the Jabberwocky, and that's that's a bit of fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. A bit of a um. Uh. Period medieval he does a lot of medieval stuff so yeah 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 he does but his take on harry potter would have been wild it would have been really strange and out there it, it wouldn't be very yeah. lucrative i understand that like for a kids kids um movie but I, yeah i often wonder it's like oh that would have been very interesting would have been shit but it would have been very interesting. <laughs> 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 yeah that that sort of genre, and it also got me thinking. Another um, sort of author who had an idea of um, uh, had casting um, was Ro uh, Roald Dahl when they were doing uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He really was. He really wanted uh, Willy Wonka to be played by um, Spike Milligan because he was oh, a, really? he was a big goon fan and. Uh, Another another interesting sort of take because he sort of has uh, the he's, he's sort of uh, unreliable really <laughs> like he he did a cameo for um, Brian uh, Life of Brian when they were doing the when the the crowd was discussing what the sh what Brian's shoes shoes meant. Uh, if it <laughs> if it's a savior, he was actually the old guy at the end, and um, he was there by accident because um, 
they were filming in uh, Tunisia at was it uh, uh, yeah in the desert and he was there on holiday because that's where he was uh, fighting in World War Two and and all of a sudden and and of course Monty Python is a bit had was influenced by the goons and I says oh my god Spike you you should be in our movie and he's like cool I'll, I'll be in your movie and he did that scene and he walked off uh, but he was meant to have a close-up but <laughs> but when it was time for him to do his close-up he basically fucked off <laughs> oh god and, uh, costume and everything is like <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, just imagine that as Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely definitely would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, so I really want to see the Terry Gilligan uh, version of a uh, cut of Philosopher's Stone with uh, Rick Mail, and I want to see the cut of Spike Milligan as Willy Wonka. And then, you know, the fact that you mentioned Life of Brian just connects them together because you know terry gilliam was one of the python boys so. yeah true true uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> wow uh fools and roundabouts and whatever they're called yeah <laughs> god it's a small world yeah okay no that's yeah those are some really cool uh really cool picks yeah i although i i mean as cool as it would be to see spike milligan as willy wonka i just gene wilder man like he was oh yeah great. yeah yeah like he was so great. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I really, uh, yeah. Gene Wilder's like the man. Mm. Oh, what's that? Yeah. What, what's that meme? Uh, <laughs> there's a meme. You mean the Willy Wonka meme? No, 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 no. Uh, it's got. Um, <laughs> it's got a. Uh, uh, oh. Oh no, I'm blanking on. on uh, who wrote um. Uh, importance of being earnest. Oscar Wilde. Duh. Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Oscar was wild. Oh. Yeah, it was Oscar is wild, but Gene was wilder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love that meme. That's good. That's very clever. <laughs> I knew I'd get there eventually. And it was worth the nice. wait too, Mike. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm it sure was. Fulia can cut this out. <laughs> it came. No, it's comedy gold. She'll leave it in. <laughs> She has she has the power. The editing power. Unlimited power. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. So Well <laughs> Fulia just just loves movies as they are so much. That yep. she cannot think, cannot pick, cannot decide. Nope. Any any possible and potential cuts or alternatives because she just loves them all as they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, Isn't that that's right? Lovely. Yep, that is yes. gorgeous. <laughs> Thank, thanks for playing the game, Fulia. <laughs> you're, being, <laughs> you're being all wholesome about it. Yeah. Was there, is there any of the ones that we, we mentioned that you might, that sounded kind of cool? No? Nothing? No? Okay. No. No. In Supernatural, cool. who, who, who would have been cast as something else nah they're all perfect I'm leaving them as they are do you feel the same way about the Halloween movies stop it Wayne <laughs> I am not going there so in other okay. words well, yes they're about... perfect I get it 
if if the supernatural guys did an episode that had a serial killer, uh, who would that serial killer be? Well, clearly, Fulia would think it should be Michael Myers. That's, that's yeah, our, that's a yeah, it's our go-to man. That that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think so too. It'd be cool. Supernatural guys okay. versus. Uh, Michael Myers. Yes. I mean, they did fucking Scooby-Doo, so... <laughs> okay. And I watched that episode for the first time, like, so two days good. ago. I fucking <laughs> loved that. That. do yourself a favour and go watch it. You don't even need to know, really, what's going on nope. entirely within the season. Like, there's maybe one or two s- scenes where they talk about, you know, what what's happening outside of that episode, but you don't need to know. It's <laughs> pure entertainment gold. Yep. I, I loved it. Pure genius. And then go watch the behind the scenes because that's even hilarious, oh, more okay. hilarious. All right, I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to do that. But on while we're talking Supernatural and uh, films that could have been, Jensen Ackles mm. as Star-Lord. <laughs> that almost happened. Seriously? Yes. Right. Yeah. And he didn't... He didn't take the role because of Supernatural. Yeah. Yes. Um, but they 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 had him in mind when they were coming up with the like the film. What do you th- what do you think about that? I don't know. Chris Pratt does a really good job, to I mean, be honest. He does. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like Jensen would have been also perfect. Like they're very set. Like I feel like Peter Quill and and Dean are similar, like different but similar in 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 some way. True. I, I think. But I don't think he would have had the same quirks as the way that Chris Pratt played it, to be honest. Yeah. And the fact that Chris Pratt has this high pitchiness to his voice when he gets really upset, yeah, it just makes it more funny. Yeah, true. And entertaining. So I don't think I'd we'd be getting that from Jensen, to be honest. Okay. So. All right. So you're you're okay with it? Yeah. I'm. Look, I'm happy with whatever the movies are. Just leave them as they are. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's Nothing no, needs to change. No need, no need to wonder on what, you know, there's no no ifs. It's, it's just what is. It is. Because <laughs> once I've seen it and I enjoy it, then it's not, there's no point in me trying to change it. So. There you go. There you go. You can't change what you can't control. Exactly. There you go. Sure you can. <laughs> That's life. That's life. life. Okay. Don't talk to okay. me about life. <laughs> okay so that was popcorn culture then yep yay. yay done yay done another another discussion in the books very nice very nice i liked that question mike thank, thank you. you good question thank you good answers no, too yeah. good question thank good you. answers um, thank you so what's up with friends slash other projects we want to promote that aren't Fred related because Fred is an arts collector new Fred, new Fred Watch podcast out on Thursday mm. Philip and myself review the classic film Shawshank Redemption and we're revisiting uh, the MCU throughout May so uh, check, oh keep your eyes on our Facebook and Twitter for links to written reviews and some gorgeous videos by the gorgeous Kendall Richardson. Oh, yes. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. I just, I just can't wait to read your uh, reviews, Wayne, now that we're actually 
uh, you R- know, catching up to where you left off. Yes, r- 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 <laughs> yes. Those moons ago. Um, yeah, it feels like a long time ago, actually. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. up to date, up to date. Um, yeah, and then saw an ex, Exciting. and then saw an extra Marvel uh, movie title that's not a part of the MCU as well. So that'll be a new review coming out this month as well. Oh, very mm. cool! You'll know when you see it. Nice. Okay. All right. I'm sure I will. <laughs> Sure, I will. That's very exciting. I can't wait to listen to the Shawshank episode too. That's going to be really yes, good. yes, yeah. It was it was a really good discussion because how do you um how do you critique a perfect movie? Well, we tried. <laughs> yeah, <literally>. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you not get possible. busy living, or you get busy dying. Yes, yes. No, Phil and I actually had a really good discussion about it and talked about. Um, you know certain tropes in prison films for example and um, did you know original text to to movie comparisons and things like that so yeah no it's a it's a it's a really good discussion actually but I'm 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 slightly biased (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah Um, it's yeah so so Mike are you going to be delivering another video soon on your reaction to the office uh, yeah, um, next week uh, I'll be finishing off the uh, remainder episodes of season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be finishing them off. And I'll be setting myself up to do the rest by banking them and going through all of them. Yeah, it's a good one. All 28 uh, seasons. Or whatever, how many there are. Do you know how many, too e- many. Do you know how many episodes there are all together for The Office US? All together? Yeah. Um, I think it's, was it, nine, nine seasons, roughly 20. So what's my 20 times table? Oh, there's 201 uh, episodes. I've just Googled it. 201. Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Good I, on you, mate. <laughs> I was thinking 150 sort of mark. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'll, I'll finish them all and, you know, it'll be fun. And hopefully I'll, I'll enjoy it and look back on it and say, like, you know what? That was actually a not bad sitcom <laughs> but who knows but who knows watch this space or watch fred watch, yes watch fred watch yes watch fred watch yes i might watch. i might i might do a separate video like critiquing like each season maybe yeah like it's a, a good idea sh- like summarizing sh- the season yeah season wrap up yeah yeah i'll probably i'll probably put in a bit more uh, effort in that one instead of me just <laughs> just looking at my camera is like yeah, I liked it. It was good. I get, I give it, I give it all the Rob Schneiders. <laughs> oh God! Tie in, tie in. Wow. Yeah, and I'll be doing that. Uh, me and Phil, men fall, uh, starting up a bit of, bit more of a writer sessions on on Fridays. So Ooh. who knows what Ooh. will come of that? Exactly. It's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. So watch this space. Yes, I'm. I'm excited slash scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. Oh no, I've worked with uh, with you and Phil plenty of times before. I get nervous, but that's okay. <laughs> come, yeah. come play with us, Danny. <laughs> Speaking of Stephen King, yeah, I know how to tie things together. You most certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kendall, are you working on anything? Um, I'm just trying to, I, I, like I, I said last week, I'm just trying to, you know, things in the works and maybe 
maybe a new series i don't know maybe i will maybe i will return to collectible chaos at some point maybe i'll do some some ramblings mm. i don't know it's i'm not living on my own anymore so so <laughs> filming is a little tricky yeah. now uh, in my small space that I have, but um, yeah, I will. And inspiration is in short supply. Yeah. So at the moment, uh, but yeah, no, I, I still want to do stuff. I just need to find need to find the love again, mm-hmm. and then I will come back. Right. Um, but for now, you can just catch me podcasting. Yes. With you, lovely, lovely people, and there's going to be an episode of the monthly coming out. Yes. Not too far no, away. A couple of weeks. That's. That's going to be exciting because we're going to be in the same room doing it. Yay! <laughs> and it only took two months, and it's yeah, it's back to normal. Mm. That's uh, that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Yes, Fulia. What about you? Just your excellent uh, streaming Animal Crossing on your Foolish Fuji. Yes, lots of Foolish Fuji stuff happening. Um, still streaming twice a week and content twice a week. Um, apart from the streaming, um, and yeah, having a couple of issues with the Mr. YouTube with the whole copyright stuff of music, but I will have to find a way around it. Um, so yeah, my random game day is still going to continue. I just need to find a way to use different music. <laughs> That's my only issue right now. Um, otherwise, you know, I don't know, like they're not saying anything about animal crossing cause that's their, they've got their own music and it's all copyrighted to the actual game itself. So I won't get thing for that. Um, but other than that, yeah, just check me out on YouTube and Twitch. Either one is fine. <laughs> Hmm. And uh, yeah, and I'm also on Twitter now. <laughs> Foolish Fujis are now on Twitter. Yay. <laughs> so you can, you know, follow me there and get your notifications for when I'm about to go live. So <laughs> Yes, do it people. Yes. Do it, do it, do it. That's it from me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. Whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. Is good. Is very good. Okay, well, I think that just might be it then. Mm-hmm. That was a podcast called Fred. Fred. We can do it together. <laughs> Fred. 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 Uh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us at our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags and stationery with our unique Fred design by our talented team. Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live stations and more! That was the Fred It yeah, sure was. It was a Fred I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. I've been a Fulia Cantarmaggia. I've been a Michael Lister. And you, you just, just experienced a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. <laughs> love the fact that we have to slow it down. <laughs> that was probably the best sounding one yet. Yeah, <laughs> what I, do you guys think? I, I, I think I think that that was yeah definitely was the best one so far, and that's not saying much. <laughs> I feel like that's probably the one thing I'm going to miss when things go back to normal about these ISO quarantine podcast recordings. <laughs> attempts at syncing. Yes. Our, our, our words. It's very funny. Oh, goodness. Nice.
Oh, thanks for listening, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, folks. Remember to eat your beef. Yes, never forget. Yeah. Freddy Krueger lives. <laughs> <It> certainly does. <laughs> he ain't going anywhere. He's in your nightmares. Jason's in your reality. <laughs> just kind of. You cannot escape. You can, you know, you can't really win, can you? Because <laughs> you're gonna yeah. sleep sometime. Yeah, exactly. Continue uh, to stay home. Continue to wash those hands. Yeah, stay home. Continue to do all the things you are doing right now and be safe. Safe. Be smart. Wash your hands. Stupid. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Be you patient. Filthy we are so close to getting out. Oh, we're so close to the end. Yeah, <laughs> Things are starting to come back to normal. We we don't want to do anything drastic. No. What is normal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is normal? It'll be the new normal. The new normal, yes. Back <laughs> to the new normal. Yeah. My goodness. Welcome to New Norm. Hello, my name is Norm. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Norm. I, my name is also Norm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. And... and- and, and scene. scene. <laughs> <laughs>